friends, and welcome back to Girl on Fire, the financial independence podcast for independent women. My name is Priya. I'm a chartered accountant and analyst and the creator of Paper Money Co. I'm also a fierce financial feminist and the host of this podcast. I believe that a woman who is in control of her money is in control of her life. On this week's episode of Girl on Fire, we're talking about how to stay motivated on your financial journey. A lot of us like to make resolutions for the new year, and that often includes financial goals. But everyone knows that those resolutions don't often last. In fact, we're coming up fast on the date when most of those resolutions fall to pieces. I read an article by Psychology Today about why most New Year's resolutions fail. And they mentioned a study that found that most people abandon their resolutions by mid-January. So if that sounds like you, don't worry. We're past mid-January now, so you've had some time to wallow in the shattered remnants of your resolutions. But now it's time to roll up your sleeves and get back to it. Girls on Fire don't sit around waiting for joy and fulfillment to walk in the door. We go out and find it or create it for ourselves. Life is too short to sit around waiting for things to happen. You've got to be brave, get out there and make it happen for yourself, right? So today we're talking about how to keep motivation high while you're working on your finances. And I'm going to share with you a few tips to help you stick to your goals. But before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I've put together a super helpful financial success checklist for you. It's a step-by-step checklist that'll guide you in taking control of your finances and creating your own financial success. It's totally free and it's just for my Girl on Fire listeners. You can get your copy at papermoneycode.com forward slash checklist. You just need to enter in your email address and I'll send it straight to your inbox. If you want to spend money and enjoy life while still saving money and preparing for retirement, then this checklist gives you a step-by-step plan to follow to get there. It's the closest thing to having all my secrets in one place and I can't wait to share it with you. That URL again is papermoneycoat.com forward slash checklist. As always, Girl on Fire is about learning, so grab your favorite notebook or journal and get ready to take some notes or draw some diagrams, write down your questions for me, you do you. If you listen to this show while doing other stuff or you can't find a pen, then you can always find a transcript on my website, papermoneycoat.com forward slash GOF46. For my campers, you'll find the deluxe edition of the transcript in the Campfire members area. It's an interactive document which includes my own notes, steps to help you take action on this episode and a space to journal your notes and thoughts. Campfire is the premier membership community helping you take control of your money and take control of your life with a ton of masterclasses, bonus content, spreadsheets, accountability, and fun for just $4.99 a month. And because I love helping you save money, you can also get a full two months of Campfire access for free if you pay yearly. Head on over to papermoneycoat.com forward slash campfire to join. Okay, let's dive in. Now, full disclaimer here, I actually don't set New Year's resolutions. Not really. I don't believe that anything profound changes in my life or my person on January 1st. It's just a day off work, which is great, not going to lie, but it doesn't mean anything to me. That's why, and I think I've mentioned this before on this show, I set personal goals or resolutions, if you prefer, on November 1st, because that's my birthday. 
I change on that day. I level up. I get a little older and a little wiser. That day means something to me. It's magical to me. Now, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I don't want you to feel like you have to wait until another year to make a New Year's resolution and make changes in your life or set goals. You can do that any time of the year. You can do it for your birthday like I do, or you can do it this weekend. The point is that it's never too late to set a goal or make a change, and it's always the right time. So how do you keep motivated and stay working towards your goals and stick with your resolutions? The first thing I want you to do is super cliche. I want you to get really clear on your quote unquote why. Why are you doing this? Why are you aiming for this goal or making this change? Why does it matter to you? If you're looking for motivation, remind yourself of what motivated you to embark on this journey in the first place. And once you figure it out, I want you to bombard yourself with it. Put reminders on your phone, on your digital wallpapers, a mood board, pictures in your planner. Anything that will help you remember why this goal matters to you. For example, I'm a spender at heart. I can easily spend a lot of money and then wonder where it all went. But when I get paid every month, I force myself not to spend it all. I take about 50% of my income and I either save it or invest it. And it's hard to make that decision sometimes, to give up what I want now for what I want in 20 years. But it gets easier when I remind myself why I'm doing this, why it matters to me. I remind myself that I don't want to be working until I'm 67 years old. I want my life back. I want my time on earth to be under my control, not my employer's. And that's something that's so important to me that it motivates me to keep going, keep saving, keep investing. For every goal you set, you must have a reason for it and you need to figure out what that is. And another reason why this exercise is a good one is because it'll really highlight to you whether your goals are really important to you, whether they really matter to you. Are you aiming for that goal because it's what you want or because it's a standard goal that you should have? Does this goal get you closer to living the life you want or is it just a goal for the sake of having a goal? Do you really want to work out five times a week or is that just what you're supposed to set goals for? Are you on a year-long spending freeze to save money for your dream home or are you doing it because people think you spend too much money? If your motivation is weak source, then your goals are doomed from the beginning. If you don't have a strong enough reason to follow through, then don't expect yourself to make the necessary changes and sacrifices to achieve this goal. Achieving goals and changing your life isn't easy. You don't just set a goal, wait six months, and then enjoy the achievement. Life isn't Farmville. Achieving goals, no matter what they are, is hard work. It takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. It takes sacrifice. And if you're going to put yourself through all of that, then it has to be worth it, right? You need to be highly motivated to achieve each goal you set for yourself. So you need to find that motivation and hold on to it. Now, in this episode, I was going to share three hacks with you and spoiler alert, this one about finding your why isn't one of them. It's just a bonus. You're welcome. But I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to make a super important point here. Sometimes motivation isn't enough. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. We've all had times in our lives where we've wanted something. 
really deeply wanted something. Your why for this goal is incredibly strong. It means so much to you. You can't imagine your life without it. You need to achieve this goal. But we all know that sometimes motivation isn't enough, right? Just because you want something doesn't mean you'll get it, no matter how badly you want it. And sometimes it's because of factors that are outside your control and that's sad and frustrating. But sometimes it's because of factors that are within your control and that's what we're talking about in the next part of this episode. We're talking about those things that you can control that'll really give you a leg up when you're trying to achieve goals and make changes. And these tips really apply whether you're setting money goals or life goals. You know that I don't really differentiate between life goals and money goals. I need money to fund my dreams no matter what they are. They're one and the same to me. So these tips will apply to any type of goal you have. My first big tip is this. Before you can change your life, you need to change yourself. And what I mean by that is sometimes you have to change a little bit to be able to achieve the things you want to achieve. And that kind of change is more than just skin deep. So for example, one of my big goals for the year is to get healthy and get in shape. I have a huge sweet tooth and I'm an emotional eater, which is something I've really struggled with for a number of years. I can't just say I'm going to stop eating sugar and work out five times a week and expect that to stick. I might be able to do it for a couple of weeks, but without changing something about myself, those habits won't last. I need to do more than just eat healthy and work out. I need to become a person, a version of me that eats healthy and works out. I need to become a version of me that doesn't self-soothe with food. Now, when you put it that way, it sounds a lot harder to achieve, right? It almost sounds impossible, but it's not. It's going to be really hard to make lasting changes or reach new achievements with what tools and mindset you currently have especially for goals that you've tried and failed at before. There's a reason they didn't work out. There was too much resistance between the goal and yourself. There was too much of a gap between who you are and the person you need to be to achieve that goal. A really simple way of looking at this is to understand that to sometimes reach big goals, you need to start with your daily habits. You need to change something you do every day in order to become that person who can achieve those goals. So for me trying to get healthy, I need to change the habit where I reach for chocolate when I'm stressed or upset. I need to find something else to help me feel better. I need to replace a bad habit that doesn't serve me with a better one that does. And so far, I'm trying to journal when I feel like that. I'm trying to read. Eventually, I want to work out when I'm feeling stressed or upset. And little by little, those changes you practice daily change you. I'll hopefully stop being an emotional eater and become an emotional exerciser instead. Do you see what I'm getting at? I need to change something about myself in order to achieve the goal that I'm aiming for. That's how you create lasting change in your life. That's how you can achieve goals that have been out of your reach up until now. Before we move on, I want to take a quick break to tell you about my amazing membership experience, Campfire. Campfire is the premier membership community helping you take control of your money and take control of your life. With a ton of masterclasses, bonus content, spreadsheets, accountability and fun for just $4.99 a month, that is less than one latte a month. Campers are also getting great bonus content for this episode that you're listening to right now. 
When you join Campfire, you'll learn about budgeting, investing, setting and reaching goals by getting a behind-the-scenes look at my real numbers. Campfire is the only membership experience of its kind and you'll get access to incredible benefits and bonuses that you won't find anywhere else. It's also a great way to support this show and support me as a content creator. You know that I value your trust way too much to sell ads and sponsorships in this show. And because I love helping you save money, you can also get two full months of campfire access for free if you pay yearly. Head on over to papermoneycoat.com forward slash campfire to join. The next tip I have for you is about accountability. Making changes and reaching goals is hard work and it's not going to happen overnight. It's easy to slip up or revert back to old ways or to procrastinate and let things fall by the wayside. Accountability is what keeps you honest. It's what helps you consistently make the choices you need to make in order to reach your goals. And it does that because someone is watching you. Someone is holding you accountable. So, for example, if I'm trying to save money, it's easy for me to sneakily spend it when no one is watching. But if I'm sharing my budget, my real numbers with my campers every month, they can call me out on it when I spend money that I shouldn't be spending. Accountability is almost like having a coach that keeps you on the path you need to walk to reach your goals. And it's super important because it can really sustain you throughout your journey and sometimes to help you stay the course and keep you on track. And accountability really helps. Now the problem here though is that most people can't hold themselves accountable. They need someone else to hold them accountable. They need external accountability. And that's not an insult or anything like that. It's just a personality thing. Some people can hold themselves accountable, but the truth is that most people can't. So if you're wondering where you fall on the accountability spectrum, a great resource is Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies. She's written an amazing book on the four different ways people respond to expectations, both outer expectations from other people and inner expectations we have for ourselves. You can figure out what your tendency is online. She's got a free quiz on her website, quiz.gretchenrubin.com. I've taken the quiz myself. I'm an upholder. And this is something we're really going to explore in Campfire as well. I'm pretty sure that this is one of our book club picks. Knowing what personality type you are when it comes to meeting expectations will really help you figure out ways to keep accountability towards reaching your goals. Here's another quick tip though. A great way to keep yourself accountable and on track is to create milestones or progress goals. Then when you hit those milestones, reward yourself. And these milestones don't have to be huge. All wins deserve to be celebrated no matter how small they are. And the last tip that I have for you today is about barriers. We all face resistance to change no matter what it is that we're trying to change. And we all face barriers that stand in the way of where we are now, who we are now, and the people we need to become in order to get where we want to go. And those barriers can be both internal and external. Internal barriers are those barriers that usually only exist in our heads. They're usually excuses, to be honest. But the good news is that these types of barriers are more within our control. External barriers are the ones that occur outside our heads. We can't always break them down, but there are ways that we might be able to get around them or overcome them. So, for example, if we get back to my personal example of wanting to get healthy and get in shape this year, an internal barrier I face is that I know I'm an emotional eater and I really like chocolate and baked goods. 
And sometimes I just want them. Consequences be damned. I know better, but it doesn't mean that I always do better. This is a mindset barrier and it's something I can try to change. I have control over what thoughts I let into my head. I can rewrite the script in my head that tells me that food will help me feel better. Of course, it's a lot of work. I'm not downplaying that. But my point is that I have the power to take control of it and turn things around. Another example of internal barriers is fear. Fear of change. Fear of outshining other people around you. Fear of leaving people behind or outgrowing people. Fear of what you're going to have to sacrifice to reach this goal. These kinds of fears are all limiting beliefs. And another big one is feeling fundamentally flawed. You may have gotten it in your head that you're just bad with money. That's who you are as a person. You can't change it. That's not true. You have more control than you realize. And you know that Girl on Fire is all about taking control. Now, an example of an external barrier is that I have a full-time job. And when I get back from the office, I'm hangry and tired. And before you know it, it's time to go to sleep only to wake up and repeat. That makes it really hard for me to work out after work. And I can't work out during work. That's not an option for me. So I'm facing a barrier here of not having time to work out when it's most suitable for me. Another example of external barriers is financial constraints. Let's say you're hoping to save up $10,000 for a dazzling European vacation. But you're not able to save enough money each month to make that happen. That's an external barrier that's somewhat within your control. You can find ways to earn and save more money. But travel bans and COVID restrictions, that's outside your control. So the key here is to identify your barriers and brainstorm ways you can get past them. But most importantly, focus on the ones that you can actually control. Don't waste your time and energy trying to change something you can't control. You'll just end up frustrated and disappointed. And that's all I have for you girls on fire today. My challenge for you this week is to think about your ideal life and what that looks like. What do you want? What kind of life do you want to live? Then start identifying how you can turn that into reality. Who do you need to become to make it happen? What barriers are going to stand in your way and how can you overcome them? For my campers, the deluxe version of the transcript, including action items and additional notes, is up and waiting for you in the members area. On next week's episode, we're talking about retail therapy and emotional spending. We're talking about what it is, why it happens, and most importantly, how you can get your emotional spending under control. It's going to be a really interesting episode, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast at papermoneycoat.com forward slash podcast review. It really helps me figure out whether you're enjoying this content and learning from it. Your feedback helps me improve my content so that the episodes get better and better. It's also the best way you can support this show and it's totally free. Leaving reviews helps others find us as well. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or found it interesting, then spread the love and share it with your friends. And remember, when you're in control of your money, you're in control of your life. Bye for now. I'll see you next week. Hate doing those ad breaks. Feels so fake. Why can't I just say, please give me money so I can quit my job? Thank you.